Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. It's a great time to live in Mississippi, and we're talking about it. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio, this time from the Mississippi Delta, where I visit a lot this time of year, go up to my place in the Mississippi Delta, in a little small town called Itabina, Mississippi, right outside of Greenwood. Of course, you hit 82, which is the main uh, thoroughfare that we would we would go out and, and get on from the dirt roads that we're on. And you head uh, to, the, to the west, you'll eventually get to Indianola, and then places that you can work your way toward uh, Clarksdale or keep going and, and end up in Greenville. So you get a sense of where we are. We love it up here this time of year. I spend a lot of time up here visiting my friends and a lot of my friends and family join me up here and we just, uh, we take it all in. So we're coming, I call this the, uh, the Delta studio <laughs> and uh, we're pl- proud to be uh, sponsored by Citizens Bank. Without any further ado, let's move over to my friend, the, the mayor of the city of Biloxi, Fofo Gillis, and we're going to just check in with him for a couple of segments. How you doing, Fofo? All right, Ricky. Thank you all. I hope you all made it through Thanksgiving. We're looking forward for the holidays coming up, so uh, uh, it, it, everything is cool. It was. You know, what? hey, the way it works in my house is we do a full-scale cook cooking situation every other year. So on the off year, we'll go out to eat somewhere. Yeah. And then the kids, uh, Tori and her family and Jordan and his family, they go spend it with their in-laws. Eventually we see them, but, uh, but I spend, uh, I spend, uh, Thanksgiving this year. This was the off year. So we actually went to the Boer Vodge and, uh-huh. and ate, ate there with, uh, Miss Annette and Peter and Alan and Lisa and, uh, Jen and their family. And, uh, it was, you know, it was really good. We had a terrific meal there. I, it's, it was probably the best. Meal I've ever had eating out for Thanksgiving. You know that's not. You know, it, it, it felt it felt like it felt like home cooking, but we had a really good time. And of course, what I was doing, and uh, Jordan was waiting. I was just waiting for Andy to give me the nod that it was okay to leave. So because we got the car, <laughs> he had to straight up to the Mississippi Delta. But yeah, it was special for us. Um, you know, I mean, this time of year is special. You know, this oh, is yeah. the time to bring family together. And how about you guys? You have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah we did. We went over my, my son and my. Two youngest grand, you know, uh, grandchildren. So we, we kind of kicked around, watched a little football, watched a little bit of everything. So we were good. Yeah. Hey, listen, I have a show coming up next Monday with uh, Laurie Jackson. She's a missionary from Ukraine that uh-huh. is on my show uh, probably every three or four months. And we've become really good friends. And I remember you said a while back yeah. we talked. Yeah, we have, we have, they have a volunteer effort they put in place. And listen, it reminds me of the kind of volunteer effort that happened after Hurricane Katrina. They, they're just, they just come together and they're helping families whose sons or husbands are, are fighting. In too many cases, unfortunately, friends of hers have been killed by this senseless war. But uh, we look forward to visiting. But if you look back on this year, um, you know, there's been uh, speaking of Ukraine, a lot of a lot of Ukrainian families went to Croatia, and to have the Croatian uh, 
president in Biloxi looking back. That's got to be a highlight for you this no, year. No, it, it really was. It was it was significant. I still kind of pinched myself on on you know how we were able to pull that off. And he, let me tell you, he was he was very impressed, and I was impressed that he was impressed. And I think the governor and the uh, senator Wicker and you know everybody just came together. The speaker of the house. It was just a terrific just. A great visit, I guess. In you know, a few words, it was it was terrific to have him here. I think it's the first time we've had any kind of, you know, a dignitary of that of that level of visit Biloxi. So I was pleased and proud. Well, as you and I have talked about in prior conversations, the history of the Croatian community and uh, that beautiful town, which you and I both have had the opportunity, uh, beautiful country that you and I both have had the opportunity to visit. Um, he he has to be blown away because. The connection that Biloxi keeps with Croatia, this constant flow of people back and forth. Um, I mean, we love we love that country. And to be yeah. able to to talk to the president of Croatia while he is in Biloxi about your love for Croatia and the heritage that is part of this town, it had to have created a lasting impression for him. Oh, to me, I mean, you know, I could talk for hours on this subject, but this, you know, when you look at him and his wife at the beautiful first lady and she's actually a professor of epidemiology so these two and, and uh, she was the whole group and he had like four or five of his top ministers that came also as well as the ambassadors and general counsel but we got to talking and, and you know uh just, just about and you could tell i don't know if you know dr mitchell gruich but he looks of like course. Yes. i'm telling you if you take two pictures of him so and mitchell actually had a chance to to meet and talk with him a little bit but it was so you could you just feel that DNA, that connectivity to, yeah, to you know, yeah. years and thousands of years, not just hundreds of years. So, it, it so if fun. you look, you look back on this year. Certainly, that was a high point. But the but the fact that you know one of the interesting things I had Michael Sunderman on recently, and I've had ongoing conversations with leaders at each of the casinos, and you know, it it's truly amazing actually that this market has held its own. Uh, when you think about COVID going behind, getting behind us, all that that relief money that was out there that certainly was kind of spurring things along, but even now that all that sort of waned, the market has really held its own, hasn't it? Well, it's better than held its own. This is the third year in a row that gross gaming revenue. This is this is our eight casinos. I call my eight families here uh, that kicked a new record. So in 21, in 22, and 23, that's a billion dollar plus gross gaming revenue. You know, uh, again, for everybody that's listening, that everybody thinks that, you know, Biloxi is the winner, but the state of Mississippi is the winner. Uh, it, it, to, you know, to get the details, you know, numbers are my friend, so so to speak, but that billion dollars turns into $120 million of revenue. That's what the casinos, and this is number fifth in the country, these eight, these eight casinos together. Of that $120 million that's taxed over, again, in the worst of times, 21, 22, 23, better than before. So we're, uh, the closest we came to a billion dollars in gross game revenue was the 2004, 903 GGR. But of that $120 million, the first $80 million goes directly to the state of Mississippi. And then the other you know, components of, of public safety and, and uh, uh, you know, education, you know, the, the, these numbers are significant numbers. If you had to do this through tax or through some other way, it's a real big deal. But you're, you, it's amazing. It's more than thrive. It, you know, it's record year after year after year. So I'm, you know, I, I'm thankful. Talking about Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for that. We budgeted it again. You know, for our 24 year, and we're watching it. We were very aggressive last year and said, man, we can't do this 
three years in a row. Now we can't do this four years in a row, but we're hopeful to. But uh, you know, we're rolling the dice, and, and uh, I guess the, the, the you know the the uh, the tourism, the visitation, and everything is, is kind of together, you know, compounded together. It resulted in you know in the business we've been able to enjoy. Fofo, one of the things that Michael Sunderman and I talked about, and incidentally, Michael Sunderman is the president and publisher of M2 Media, and they have uh, gaming publications, South Mississippi Living Magazine. But we reflected a little bit about how when casinos started opening here in coastal Mississippi many years ago, we did not have a tremendous uh, uh, competition from other gaming jurisdictions. And then Michael reflected on where we are today in terms of the number of jurisdictions across America that have gaming now. Uh, a lot of folks felt we would not hold our own as competition ramped up, but we continue to hold our own. I think part of the reason for that is we're a coastal community. People love this community. The people here are amazing. All those things that we know about. The other is that Mississippi did a great job when it said, look, we're not going to limit the number of players. We're going to let free enterprise sort of make it happen. We're not going to overtax them, and, and we're not going to overregulate them. We're going we're gonna to put necessary regulations in place. And we're going to put the kind of uh, taxes in place that make sense, but and then we're not going to keep dipping back to that. That is a great story. And what what no, comes it, from it, that? It, yeah, it, go ahead. It's the American way, right there. You know, you you, you get to a level and stay with it, and it, uh, uh, and, and I think that's the success. You know, uh, uh, success breeds success, and so what we're trying to do is keep uh, successful. You know, uh, participants in this industry, and everything else will go along with it. But, uh, yeah, I think there's about 38 jurisdictions right now when it used to be four. Yeah, and, and that's something. Yeah, like Mike said, it's, it's approaching yeah. 40 now, you know, so yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's a big number. We but did, you know what? Uh, what it means is that when these major companies like MGM and Harris and others are trying to make a decision about where they're going to make more investments in their casinos, they look at the, the regulatory environment. They look at how the market is performing. They look at the tax structure. And they say, you know what, this is a safe investment for us to make. The stability of it, sir. So, you know, when I talk with Jonathan over at Harris, the, the, the investments that they're making in that casino, and you, you see the Beauvage continues to upgrade in so many different ways, it's, uh, it's awesome to see it. And, you know, again, we're not just holding our own. As you pointed out, we're making records. That's it. Yeah, no, it, it's amazing. It really is amazing when you look at, you know, everything in this world that, that, that's happening. Uh, I, I did do just some things exciting last week with my son and my son-in-law and, and, and my brother-in-law and my grandson. We went to the Formula One race in Las Vegas. Wow. And that, that was interesting. It's 200 miles an hour and about, you can only see about 100 yards of it, but 220 miles an hour. That was a, a an event, you know, and, and uh it was it was interesting that uh, some of the ways that you got this, this special event going. I think they charge fifteen dollars for every cab ride that, that you took. So that's how the you know it's close to a two or three billion dollar impact to uh, uh, you know uh, to Las Vegas for that race. But it was a, it was something to see. So uh, what, it was exciting. What's happened is with the and we got to coming to the end of this segment with Formula One having the Netflix special. People, the average person now is much more in tune with what that's all about and the teams and the drivers and the pomp and circumstance surrounding it and the money. Lord, how mercy the money is unbelievable. Anyway, we'll come back with uh, Fofo Gillis, the mayor of Biloxi. We'll continue our conversation. We'll see you after this break.
passion and love for Mississippi is why he's here. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Citizens Bank studio from right here in the Mississippi Delta, this today, I have my friend, the mayor of the city of Biloxi, uh, Fofo Gillich, and I always enjoy uh, checking in with him. But at, when we went to break, we talked about he just got back from Las Vegas where his family, members of his family went over there to, to check out the Formula One race. But, you know, it's I think Formula One's taken America by storm. You were mentioning during the break that the thing that fascinated you the most is how big those cars are. It, it, it was, you know, you, you think of IndyCar and, and it, you know, maybe 60% of the size, but the technology, which, you know, every kind of DRS, every kind of downforce system and, and, and you know, the technology, it, it was it was not like a race I'd ever been to. I've been to you know, some uh, close uh, you know, NASCAR kind of races, but uh, yeah. uh, drag, drag races, but I'm telling you, you see 220 miles an hour when you're 10 feet away from it and then. Zoom, 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 zoom. You can't hardly move your head fast enough. Yeah, the but way yeah. they lay out those those tracks is fascinating. And those drivers. 3.8 miles to 16 turns. And, and, of course, you know, when you, some of those turns are right there by the, you know, the, the, the sphere, you know, that big alien-looking thing. That, but it was all very cool. And, uh, you know, you did a lot of walking and did a lot of just, you know, gee whizzing. So we had, we had a great time. Take it. We, we'll have a Formula One race in Biloxi someday. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's I, I mean, to take up the whole segment with Formula One, but there was a like a six-inch uh, uh, manhole. It's actually a water valve cover, not very big at all. They spot welded the you know the metal plate to the collar, and the downforce or the force as it is this you know it's one off one inch off the ground, and you got six hundred, you know, two hundred something miles an hour. It pulled the whole collar off and damaged the bottom of one. I mean, a million dollars worth of damage. Yeah, they so, actually canceled the race that day. Well, they actually, yeah, canceled. The, it was time trial day, and, and, and yeah. So anyway, that was it was something. Yeah, it's a boy. It gives you a sense of what they have to do to adjust yeah. every yeah. to accommodate those cars. You look back on this year, so much activity as we discussed in the past virtually no no commercial real estate available in downtown Biloxi. you got investors of all stripes, and they're making huge investments in the city. It's an exciting time in Biloxi, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. And, you know, every day, as a matter of fact, while we're out there, we uh, visited with uh, Harry Mahoney, who's the one that just purchased, you know, the, the Fifth Street Margaritaville and some of his thoughts with restaurants and bars. And then, uh, uh, you know, he's actually... Uh, purchased the uh, the yacht club, I think. Uh, so he's got some interesting entertainment kinds of approach. Not a casino, but you know, part of of the entertainment scene. You know, in Las Vegas now, you know, I think it's like sixty forty gaming, forty percent non gaming, sixty percent. And I think that's a that's a move that uh, you know we need to take pay attention to the entertainment component, the shopping component, and just in just the uh, relaxation component. And just, you know, so we're. I've learned some things while we're out there. So, uh. well, listen. After Hurricane Katrina, I had the the honor of leading the the planning effort tourism for the governor's commission, and we said we got to have a good coliseum, we have to have hotel rooms, we have to have a great airport, and we have to have attractions. And the focus on attractions was not just gaming, but non gaming and family. And you're you're beginning to see a lot of investment in the non gaming arena. And that's that's actually going to help take our market to the next level, isn't it? It, it is. And, you know, when you talk about you know connectivity, I think Clay just talked a little bit about Breeze Airline coming you know direct to Las Vegas. People will be coming from Las Vegas to here as well as other way around, and then to Tampa. 
Breeze, yeah. I think, is one of the fastest growing uh, airlines around. And um, so they've got a great future. And I think down the road, we've got direct flights to, to D.C. you know, on, on the radar. And I don't think there's, you can't jump on a plane. What's, what's interesting about Breeze, and yeah, Clay was Clay was on the show with me. If you missed that show, you can go do a search for Ricky Matthews' show, Clay Williams, and watch a, a detailed discussion about Breeze. But one of the things about Breeze that's unique is that they started their airline with new equipment. So they've got really amazing equipment that's the perfect size. It's not too big. It's not too small for a market like, like, uh, like the Gulfport Biloxi International Airport. And they're serving markets like ours with direct flights. And they, I mean, they got a great future. Did you have the opportunity to fly with Breeze? No, I didn't. I didn't. We yeah. did. Uh, we actually flew, uh, you know, uh, Delta, uh, or yeah. Southwest, I think. But anyway, yeah. it was no, it was interesting. And, uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm really excited about the, uh, about that and the components that will be added. And, and you know, you look at you know uh, just the whole. Uh, if we got to go do business, we can do business in a, a lot of ways right out of our backyard, which is exciting for us. So, look, uh, tonight is a special night in the city of Biloxi. Um, you've got the Christmas with the uh, lighting of Town Green. Uh, Town Green's become a, such a cool, cool part of the holidays, hasn't it? Yeah, it is. We're looking forward to the, you know the kids and, and everybody enjoying the, you know the, the flash and and, and the. the uh, you know, the excitement of, of the holidays coming up. It's, you know, we're almost through it right now. You know, I mean, you're clicking off the number of days, which is not many, under 30. Where did this year go? I, I, you got me. I know it's been busy day by day, so it makes it go by fast. I mean, it, we, we haven't rested anyway. You know, we've been trying to get a lot of good projects uh, out of uh, the approval mode into the uh, – uh, actually, let's get rolling. The number one, I think, is up at dot right now. The plans for the uh, Broadwater, I mean, the, for the uh, uh, Pops Ferry extension across Pass Road, across the railroad tracks to Highway 90. So that's, you know, uh, uh, going out to the World Wide Web, so to speak, so they can, people can can bid on this. And we will be you know, putting that into place probably, the, you know, uh, in a year we'll be driving on. Really, that's and as you, if you, as you discussed on previous shows, you have really taken a leadership role in there to say, we're not going to take a long time to get this done. We're going to get this built and get it behind us. Time is money. And MDOT, we work very well with it. It's called A plus B betting, where time is money. So, you know, uh, even though something might be a couple of hundred, three hundred thousand dollars more, but the length of time that's, is, is translates into uh, real dollars. So the opportunity, I'm talking about uh, Rouse's will be in place, you know, in six or seven months. And that's all, all that decision was. Uh, the investment decisions were made on, on how we're going to make that intersection more uh, more useful and, and more attractive. So uh, that was my number one commitment this year, is to get that thing on the streets, ready to bid, ready to go. Well, listen, uh, as it relates to Rouse specifically, I don't know if you remember, but I, I gave you some contact information to uh -huh. Donnie Rouse early in the yeah. process. But I got to know Donnie Rouse when I was over there in the Rouse family and over in, over in, in uh, Louisiana. And man, they have figured out their niche. They have figured out how to compete in a market where neighborhood Walmarts are proliferating. You got the super Walmart stores. They bring something different to the table. And buddy, they invest heavily. They they went into that old Win Dixie location and completely gutted it. And they have their vision of how this ought to be. And they don't spare any expense, do they? No, 
I think they're about seven or eight million dollars into that store. Sixty thousand square feet is the biggest one, and I'm sure it's going to be you know, a, a fabulous way. You know, you might be able to spend Thanksgiving there too. So, I mean, really, uh, there's some 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 uh, exciting plans for that store, and then well, it'll, they, it'll around too. All these unique relationships they have with their vendors, and so like they they want to get they want the the the, the uh, the seafood to be locally sourced, for example, and uh, and the, I mean the list goes on and on. All these brands that you would not otherwise get anywhere else, but they've they've really figured it out. And I'm thrilled to have. In fact, I'll have I, he's been Donnie's been on my show before, and we'll have him back on around the the opening of this of this show of this store. But they're excited about being here, and I would I would expect them to continue to invest in coastal Mississippi. I think, I mean, the folks are, are, you know, are coming this way. And if it's, you know, if it makes business, that's the main thing. You got, if it makes business sense, then, you know, uh, there's nothing to, to throw you off track. That's one thing, you know, you talk about gaming and talk about other things. It, you know, if it doesn't make business sense, you're not going to have any opportunity. So you got to get that environment, get that fertile, you know, uh, uh, situation where people know, yeah, if I do this, then I'll get that. And, and that's what the whole, whole deal, that's what, you know, that's what our economy is based on. Supply, demand, and, and, and uh, you know, return on that investment. You can't uh, fool around with that, you know. So during the holidays, you get to uh, maybe take a little bit of a deep breath, spend time with family, you know, thank God for a good year, and then you look forward to 2024. Amazing that I'm actually even saying that. Yeah. Um, boy, that's a, there's a lot of to-do items that, that that transfer into the new year, isn't there? Oh, yeah. I'm just going over my capital projects around, about 50 of them that, you know, in, in doing what you needed to do, do what you react to, and, and then some of the things that you need to do in order to position yourself. It's a five-year plan. It's a six-year plan. And, and uh, it's all part of the things you've got to do in any kind of business. I mean, you just can't do year after year and depend on, you know, well, I did good last year, so I'm going to do this. No, you've got to be, you got to plan, you know, plan that growth, you know, give you your, your curve that, that uh, you, you adjust it. You got to adjust everything. You, nobody knows what will happen tomorrow. Fofo, but, uh, are you going to are you going to are you going to stay uh, working to be the mayor of Biloxi well into your nineties? Is that your plan? <laughs> well, if, let me tell you, I'm having a great time. Uh, this is not you know uh, a challenge. You know me. I, I, my mind needs to think all the time, and it does all the time. And, and uh, you know, God willing, I, that uh, yeah, I, I, my foot is not coming off that gas. I can tell you that. Like this Formula One race, we're going to be. Hey, I'll make it. I'll make it. Uh, you you stay mayor. I'll I'll keep doing this show, and in ten or fifteen years, we'll circle back and have a wonderful conversation. Me still doing the show, and you still being. That's the deal. That's the deal. We, right here on. We're all in. We're all in. Listen, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Uh, thanks, pleasure. thanks for for being such a good friend and for joining us. Everybody, including you and your mother, on too. I tell you, love you to death. Okay. Thank you, you very much, Kyle. Thank you, everybody. Y'all have a good good day, good week, good season too. You bet. Hey, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with uh, the Ocean Springs Chamber. We'll see you after this. Mississippi Media Production.